0: And it's so cool for parents because in today's world, awesomely parents, full credit to you guys, you've tried a bunch of that stuff and maybe gave up on it. You maybe gave up on deep breathing. You maybe gave up on the counselor. You maybe gave up on the supplements. You maybe gave up on essential oils. Well, maybe your kiddo's nervous system was so subluxated and shut down that even good things couldn't get into those pathways Dr. Motley was talking about before. We open those up. Now you bring that stuff back into play. One plus one equals 11 and the kid's healing journey takes off.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast. This is Courtney and I've got Dr. Motley in the house. So, you know, it's going to be a good time when we get to co-host together, but I'm equally as stoked for our guest today because he is a friend. He is a part of our community and he has so much to bring to the table and to serve you with today. So, Dr. Tony Ebel is a doctor from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Him and his wife, Christina, have four kids. Okay, that's like huge right there. They also have a farm, but he's a doctor of chiropractic, but he's not only serving families, he's serving other chiropractic chiropractors in the space of pediatrics and family care. So we are so pumped to have him on today because he's not only going to give us the perspective of family care, but he's going to help all of you that may be struggling with kids that Seem to have chronic illnesses, or maybe it's physiological imbalances. But we're going to unpack a lot of it here. So, Dr. Tony Evil, welcome to the show. Dr. Chris Motley, welcome. We're here together. This is going to be a good time.
0: Yes, yes. Thank you, guys. You know, uh, I think you guys both know this already. We've been so blessed to be in the group with you guys and uh, doing this work. God has called us to. But I remember kind of meeting y'all for the first time, and I turned to Christina and I said, "Okay, I think." I think God has something pretty big and planned for us to be here with this crew. So, so stoked and blessed to be here today. I'm ready.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dr. Motley. All right. We're co-hosting. So this is always fun. First, yeah.
2: I mean, we, we get, we get these random times where we can actually co-host and Tony we're just so we, you know, when we get together, we are like, um, I, I texted Courtney last night, brother. And I was like, it's like, are you going to be on tomorrow? And she's like, are you going to be on tomorrow? I was like, Yes. <laughs> But but yeah, definitely. I know. Like it is a pleasure though when we get to co-host, especially with somebody like you, brother. Like we, you know, such a good friend. And man, you've been blowing up. You've been doing the right paces, the right moves, and helping a lot of people. So I'm super excited to talk with you and get your introspective thoughts about young individuals, about pediatrics. And um, I just I always follow Courtney's lead with some good questions because she always has good questions since she has lots of kids too. And, um, you, know, you know i have i have a lot of input about kids because i don't have any okay
1: that's you know a lot of people do they have they have a lot of things to say and then you also have a lot of things to say after you have kids sometimes it's just it's a different it's a different conversation i treat oh, love kids
2: yeah. But, yeah but yeah it's it's totally different though but yeah that's maybe uh Maybe
0: that's the first advice I can put out there, you know. And then Courtney, we can we can just go right to you as you're climbing the ladder towards that that, you know, glorious freedom giving four kid mark. And and I'll keep it short. Here's here's what happens when you have your fourth kid. It is the healthiest, most wonderful mental state you ever get to because um you just give up. You just you just <laughs> you, you just like, hey, one and even three, you were like, okay, three. I mean, it's totally different, but we got this. We're still going to like control everything. And, be, you know, and then you get to the fourth one. And usually the fourth one is, you know, a little bit extra nuts and crazy anyways. And um, so God, you just smile at them and you're like, that's it. Let it roll. Yeah, It's, it's just so freeing. So I you know, love it when you say about. give up. Yeah, oh, that's the
1: greatest advice. It really is. The sooner yeah. you can get to that, the more freedom you're, you're going to experience. There's no doubt.
2: Oh, I had a friend, um, guys, he said, he tells me, he goes, um, he has has three kids from, you know, previous relationship and got remarried. He probably, if he ever listens to this, but he knows what I'm talking about. But he has two, he adopted one child and has another one with his new wife. So he's got like five kids and he looks at me, he's English and he goes, he goes, you know, Motley, um," you think after four kids, I'd have it all down a bit and he goes, but I've just realized all my life, I've just been winging it. (laughs) And that's all I'm going to do. And he goes, I'm 50 now, and I'm just winging it. And I'm like, that's the good advice, man. (laughs) It's true. It's
0: it's good for your nervous system. You know, it helps put you in that parasympathetic vagal nerve tone to just, you know, not try and control the chaos too much, but just, you know, keep it within the boundaries as best you can.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Totally. Absolutely.
1: Well, I hope that it just encourages everybody that maybe feels a little bit overwhelmed in the parenting department that we're all just out there doing our best. And there's no, there's no super linear way to go through to navigate parenthood. It's just, it just unfolds one season at a time. And yeah, that's great. Okay. So you guys, you and your wife, I'm assuming coined this perfect storm kids. And when I read that, I was like, Every parent, now you can call your child instead of like a tiny terror or just a little hurricane and storm, they can just be a perfect storm. So (laughs) could you maybe give us an idea of where perfect storm kids came from? And, And then I want to get into a little bit about why we're seeing so much of just childhood, not only like mental and emotional imbalances, we're seeing a lot of conditions now developing in children younger and younger, but I'm sure that all of this is kind of wrapped up together and how you really became passionate in helping children and really where this perfect storm kids like where has where where did that come from? I know that has to have a personal attachment. And what does that mean to your practice?
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, you know, we'll never we'll never quite be able to take over the Internet with that term because, you know, it's going to be hard to unseat George Clooney and uh, and that movie or- with the birth. So there so there's there's the joke <laughs> to kick it off with that as well. But <laughs> the per- the perfect storm. I just had my 15-year anniversary as a pediatric chiropractor, and um, I'll, I'll try and keep the story part of it short so we can get into the science, but, but it correlates together. Uh, my initial training, obviously, was like so many chiropractors, right, Dr. Motley, and it's very spinal-oriented, and it's very musculoskeletal, pain-based, and, and those are wonderful things. Obviously, seeing a chiropractor for pain and musculoskeletal stuff is a whole lot better than opioids and, and such, but... What happened is two weeks before um, I graduated from chiropractic school, we had our first baby, Addison, was born. And so obviously for those that that have gone down those roads, you know, that just completely changes your perspective. And almost, not almost, in an instant, a lot of the stuff you were super passionate about before sometimes just falls off the table. And then this beautiful baby and pregnancy and the health of kids becomes everything. So I started to study pediatric chiropractic. That's not really something in the traditional chiropractic curriculum, you know, a few classes and whatnot. And so I started taking all this advanced education. I am, I am so nerdy. I literally graduated on a Friday and began my postdoctorate certification on a Saturday. Everybody else is still probably sleeping in and and recovering. And I'm like sitting in class front row, you know, nerd alert on, uh, (laughs) ready to learn. And so kind of put that all together, that one, two, three years of first learning about pediatric chiropractic and family wellness, there was one class that really stood out. It's going to sound nuts because 15 years ago though, we really had no clue about the real rates of autism. If you just said sensory processing disorder to hundred people, one OT maybe would have known what the heck you were talking about. So everything we're well aware of today, we were not then. And so we weren't aware of the problems at the rates per se, let alone the science. But our profession has always been obsessed with finding root causes and neurology. And so I started to learn in that workshop that there really was a lot of these things that we, we could do, that we could get ahead of why there's so much autism, why there's so many of these things. And so here's where the perfect storm came from. It started to come. I, I kind of had this one binder and it was like, my goodness, there's 800 things. And so this will probably feel like a parent who has a child with chronic challenges, especially if you kind of slide the perfect storm scale to autism or epilepsy or some of these really, really tough neuro chronic challenges, you're probably in 480 Facebook groups and are all over the place. And when you plug in there, hey, what's causing this? How would I help my child with this? You get 4,000 recommendations, right? And And we could spend 40 hours talking about the different things, but the perfect storm actually means it's not just all the things that are happening to our kiddos, The two pieces of the perfect storm algorithm that I kind of figured out about a year in to practice and did my first workshop around it is it's how early stress hits a kid's nervous system. And then there's really one factor super early around birth trauma. And so what I'll kind of get into as we go along probably is there's a sequence of factors and ingredients and instigators and triggers to abnormal neurology that really leave the nervous system from its first formative moments to be in this fight or flight sympathetic dominant state. And the neurology from that is a perfect storm because if you have your central nervous system completely wound up and fight or flight from the beginning when it's most plastic, because that's how God designed us is to show up out here and have a lot to learn and a lot to develop. Well, you develop in a sympathetic dominant state. So your Mm. gut is shut down your immune system is pro-inflammatory, your growth is delayed, your motor milestones are messed up. So you can take this one thing, the perfect storm, and sympathetic dominance in a kiddo, and you can honestly link it to everything. So, that this, so the perfect storm really kind of explains the sequence of stressors that unfortunately affect mom and baby on the journey to life. And then it also, you could run it in the other direction and say, one thing begets all these other things, so I'll, I'll be quiet. The cool thing, though, when we get to it is that also means one thing can help a myriad of things. So mm-hmm. there, there is a positive side to the perfect storm as well, which is um, my favorite side of it, obviously.
2: The amount of like stress, I think that many people out there would forget that. I mean, we learn so much. I know you're going to touch on this. And I love it about your work, though, Tony, about how you involve the science, about how uh, the system is uploading information all day. And I think that When individuals out there are thinking, like, how does a body basically receive and perceive stress? And I think it's like you got to think about it like a mainframe. You got to think about how much information can, how big is a processor? How big is your child's processor? And you know how much information can be downloaded into that processor? And so there's so many different factors now that we see, like it could be like you say, structural deviations, trauma, birth, uh, chemical deficiencies, environmental toxins, and that all affects like the RAM memory. I mean, how how well can a person process? And I'm like, and those things are set pretty well but thank like you are right thank god that there's plasticity in our bodies that allows us to actually recoup and actually create new pathways to actually handle that stress a bit better um i think that um it's one of the beauties you guys have kids but I'm saying one of the beautiful things and i'm going go, to go all that corny question behind the questions but i think it's one of the most beautiful things when you see a young one like literally watch their parent or something and they can mimic them like I, people think it's just fun. I'm like that is crazy that a kid can grow a pathway in their brain and mimic like the, like the actual facial expressions and stuff and smile and do the same mannerisms. And I'm like, oh man, fun stuff. All right, we got a lot to cover. This is great. And that pathway, you know, that
0: pathway needs to be open. That ability, that, that processor, which is exactly what the central and autonomic nervous system is. It's air traffic control to process our internal and our external environment. And then it's in charge of development too. So it's got a heck of a, a lot of jobs, right? Very, very busy system. So if it's already overwhelmed before it even gets to start, well, the word of processing that we're obsessed with, right, as chiropractors, is the inability to adapt, the, the lack of resiliency. And so now you double down on the other side and we have a more toxic and a more nasty environment than ever before and kids who are less adaptable than ever before, that's the perfect song.
1: It's a great way to, to really kind of articulate like a visual and picture uh, and we talk about that a lot, you know, in adults, too. We talk about toxic burden and toxic load and all of these things. It's a kind of a compounding effect. But it seems to happen with children. you know the the symptomatology seems to be more visible with babies or children than it does with adults because adults, like we can kind of manifest traumas. like they like like they just they can settle in tissues or or we just learn to adapt and relive with symptoms. And we just think that they're normal. So my question there is, For the parent or the new mom that has a child and you know, you're celebrating these good milestones, but now you're also seeing challenges. You know, maybe they're developmental delays, maybe they're behavioral that there's nothing that's more stressful as a parent when you feel like, is this a lack of discipline or is there something chemically imbalanced? Is there something else going on here? So why are we seeing so many kids? You know, what are the factors? Are they, is it the setup? Is it? The pregnancy going into birth? Is it the actual birth trauma? Is it things that are be are, are now happening, you know, post-birth? I'm sure that there's a lot that we can extrapolate from this, but I mean it's it's different now. It's different now raising children than it was 10 or 50 years ago. So maybe you can help the mom, because it's it is stressful, let me tell you. It's stress- <laughs> hello. <laughs> All the moms out there.
2: oh course. Cool. No. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm doing great though. So, so. I'm doing great.
0: It certainly is, you know, and, and that's the key. And I'll start it with this, you know, to, to, to this question is once you get this all dialed in, you get this all figured out, and I'm not going to pretend that it's, that it's easy. It's a lot of, you know, talk about information overload for our kiddos, information overload for us parents, right? To try and really figure out the best plan. It is anything but an easy task. But the good thing about learning all of these bad things, if you will, it's always kind of my first frame with a consult with a parent is to say, hey, I'm about to do my least favorite part of my job which is to actually go backwards and show you the things that other doctors and other places didn't really describe to you are what really triggered these behavior issues or these challenges. And so that stinks, that is not fun, right? Going backwards is never fun. Seeing our kiddos struggle is never fun. But what is great is when we go backwards and we have the answers, and we have the understanding, well, now, and and you get to the why, the what comes right after it, right? Now, you know what to do to help a kiddo out. And so, you nailed it. What you're touching on there is something that gets me very passionate. And thankfully, God made me as a very kind, very caring, very positive person, because some of this stuff would ticks me off and what we do to our parents. And I just really, really want to help them with it. And so, You nailed it. The symptoms are really apparent in an infant and in a child because their adaptability and their resiliency isn't built in just yet. And that's the good thing, right? I think it allows us to help them earlier when we become aware of that instead of adults where, as you guys are the experts in the world in, that can really get stuff down deep and complicate things. Mm -hmm. But the challenge is this, and you nailed it, Courtney, with the medical system and the average pediatrician has really done a disservice to parents because they continue to normalize things like colic and constipation and eczema and ear infections and RSV and croup. And they continue to tell parents like, ah, just bad luck. You know, um, like your baby's nervous system and digestive system is like a, you know, a coffee table you bought from Ikea and you just did, you know, it just didn't get put together. Right. You know, and don't worry. Here's the famous words, right? The famous words that are just so irritating and don't worry They'll grow out of it. Well, if you're listening here, moms and dads, this is the time, I think, to really tap into that innate gut that God has given us that we know better, you know, in our gut. And unfortunately, our our, our brain and all these other influences in our world will get out ahead of our gut. Because when your child's crying all night, when they're constipated all the time, when they can't calm down at all, ever, as a two-year-old and a three-year-old, it's not just the terrible twos and the terrible threes. It's a sign of their nervous system and their body being overly stressed out and neurologically unable to calm down. And so what we do, what they do guys is they just call it something different. Colic, what we figured out with the science and the neurology of the perfect storm is colic in an infant is sensory processing disorder in a two-year-old and a three-year-old, an ADHD in a five-year-old and anxiety in a grade schooler. It's the same neurology. It just gets a different diagnosis which is why most practitioners are missing out on how to help the later stuff, ADHD, Mm -hmm. anxiety, and autism, because they see it as a brain-based challenge and it ends up in the brain and it ends up up there, but you have got to get the gut. You have got to get the immune system. You've got to get the motor system. You've got to go back to the basics to get a kid better. You've got to go to the system that got stressed first, and then you've got to go in the sequence that they started to get sick in. And that's how they heal. And so it's kind of fun mm. if you're, mm. at least if you're a nerd like me, because there's, <laughs> there's math to it. And the first two things that we saw stick out in the case history all the time, because I was blessed to have a mentor, Dr. Mike Cody, God rest him, we, we miss him, he's, he's not with us anymore. And he, and he took me by like, the, he was a big dude guys, and he was like very intimidating. I'm like this brand new little chiropractic intern. I, uh, Dr. Cody, I referred to him as the wizard. Like he could just look at a kid and the kid would calm down and you know, fall asleep, and the infants, you know, take a dump, and and it was just amazing. He used to say to me, "Your job to find out why kids got sick is you need to shut up and listen to their mom." Now, Chris, he he never said dad. He was he because we're like <laughs> they were born in the summer. I think you know we we don't always have the details,
2: right? We out. And so
0: he said, "Listen to mom." And so I started to. So I'll finish this part with this. In the case histories, my medical undergrad training told me to look for genetics. And you know, you can, you can spend one hour studying genetics and it, it, it's not that, it's not determinate, that's not how it is. And then I was also trained in natural health to really blame toxins and environments and these things that would show up later on. And they are definitely a part of the storm, but the key is there later on. What I found is the two ingredients to the perfect storm that create the biggest amount of challenge is maternal distress. We now diagnose moms with pregnancy and scare the ever living heck out of them, which alters their neurology. And Mm -hmm. then umbilical cord is the power cord to the baby. So they're developing in in utero neurologically first, and they're in this stressed out emotional world. And then the real, real big one is birth trauma. We call it intervention. The literature, to actually find research on birth trauma, you have to use the word augmentation for forceps, for vacuum, for um, cord wraps, mm-hmm. breech position, these are the things that we find in about ninety percent of case histories in kids who are struggling with a multitude of things later on. So that's that's the initial onset of the stress, and and when you find it, the good news is we kind of keep going. You can you can do something about it.
2: Uh, I, I love that uh, analogy when you say and uh, in, in the, the the fact that you say that the stress or the traumas, you know, like uh, Courtney was talking about environmental, or was it uh, during conception or pre birth, or if you had it like right at the very beginning of their lives, I always try to tell myself this to try to, whenever I have it, like you say, a young one come in and try to listen to their mother, the mother will always ask me, I'm like, well, do you think they got it from here or from here? And I wish I had like, I always call it the crystal ball questions. But I think I'm like, man, you got a young one that has a blank slate. And then if they had a lot of environmental stressors, whether it came through the mom or from early onset trauma, it's like it's like a hard drive that gets so overloaded. And I always say, Do you always get extra hard drives and just keep adding them on and then keep loading them up? It's like, no, you need to clean out your old hard drive because you're just going to make your computer run slow if you just keep on adding on information. I, and, and I'm not trying to get all story time, but it was crazy, man. Like, we had a, um, a patient that uh, came in and a young guy, and they said that he had constipation and diarrhea alternating. He said he was, eats really well and he had, uh, it just started happening when he was like around five years old, but for the first few years, he was okay. And we were doing a lot of this, uh, uh, points on him to check him out. And so I found that uh, he had indications of strep uh, pretty bad, but he eats the best. But like you said, I, like, I asked his mom, I said, hey, did, um, did you ever have, um, she says, no, he doesn't have this, 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 all the signs and symptoms would not tell me that he just recently got it. Like he had it chronically in his spleen. And I asked yeah. her, "It's like, have you ever had any ex- uh, experience with strep or had mastitis? She goes, oh yeah, I had severe mastitis when I was younger and I started off on formula and that stuff had stayed dormant for all those years and it was coming back up. And it's like, and that was causing his stomach and his skin to get pale and such. And it's amazing how much the system downloads that information and it keep it around. If you say the neurological system's not corrected. Um, and Courtney, go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt, but that it is just amazing that uh, this information about early onset trauma.
1: I love the stories though, because it really, I think there's such relatability in it at least makes me feel like, okay, I'm not the only person. And honestly, I think even as an adult, we're really just starting to scratch the surface and realizing that even if we have a good childhood, like we have great childhood memories, like there are things even from birth that we carry that we've just never been. And even our parents were never aware cognizant of because it was never a conversation that they had with their pediatrician at the time. And so a lot of these things just build and build and build. And then you know when they're coming to you Dr. Motley or Dr. Ebel and you're you're seeing older children or young adults and they're presenting with all of these different struggles and sometimes it it's in the form of anxiety and I actually love what you said Dr. Ebel about how what we call colic you know can then be sensory processing can then be you know behavioral we give it a different label in every season so that the parent now mm-hmm. thinks oh this is the this is the new problem no, we've just been punting the original problem down the road the entire time. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. we just give it a different name. And now because the child is five years old or six years old, we can actually prescribe the medication for it. Or we we have some other type of intervention when this all comes from the root, you know, from the very inception, and the very beginning. And listen, it's all going to happen. So don't, there's no reason to, to be so overly stressed. Like we live in a broken world. So- they're going to be challenges all the time. The body's always trying to heal itself. So the reason we're having this conversation and the reason that Dr. Evil and Dr. Motley do what they do and do it so well is because they've seen how at any point in the, the journey, you start to change those pathways. You start to restore energy to different broken and depleted systems. The body starts to respond in a really beautiful way. So I'll just leave that there, but I, I really, yeah. I, I love that we're actually connecting those dots and never even thought about it that way. So I'm glad that you, you really brought that to light, Dr. Evil.
2: And now, yeah. and Doc, yeah. like whenever, when you come in and then you say, like, you see like these, this information, like they come in, you could say, this is the part I don't like to really talk about. When they go through the process, you find out like the, the what's going on. You find out if it's a gut dysfunction and such. Uh, can you take us if you want to, like, um, like yeah. a process, like you see that you talk to them do you do a, an analysis of some sort and you get to, like, you have them do certain types of um, testing and how would that look yeah. for somebody to like for any, a mother out there that says, Hey, I want to get my child checked and tested. And what would you yeah. What is your normal protocol?
0: Yeah. You mean I get to describe the thing that I love to do? Oh yeah. yeah, on, yeah. All the time? Yes, absolutely. I can do that brother, man. And here's, here's what's really cool too for parents. I know a lot of times when someone, you know, comes in here, you're like, Oh my goodness, those are the answers. that you know, you have this this singular thought because I get to be the voice of this. The cool thing is the protocols and the science the the application of this is now taught to almost a thousand other chiropractors through our network as well. So wherever you are, we're close to you, um, and and coming closer every single day with trained docs. So here's what it comes down to, and I'll actually I'll, I'll relate it to story and then get to the protocol to it. so, because Courtney, I I agree wholeheartedly. Like the stories bring the relatability right to it, and so. My start in this work 15 years ago was literally 100,000% God. I had the standard chiropractic, you know, and all that was going. And it's almost like this perfect storm practice really was birthed and came through the regular practice until it awesomely demanded my attention and my own son would, would be the pivotal story to it. But my first patients were all 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. So teenagers, young adults. Epilepsy, anxiety, Asperger's, and they were on four meds, six meds, and those were the ones they were on then. They had been on every other one that had ever been invented, and com- you know, and parents were literally reaching out to us. It was always a bad joke that I told my staff is, you know, we should answer the phone. Welcome to the last resort, right? So we had to get these kids, we got to get these kids' nervous systems to heal, and we had to get them through the medications. And I'm telling you guys, so many of those. A couple of those kiddos are now chiropractors. Those are kids who are never going to go to college. They've now graduated. Those were kids who were never going to have a job. Well, you know, they, I, I get to see them still, right, in life. And it's just absolutely, it's <laughs> a miracle. It's exact, and, and it's also science, right? And it's also yeah. neurology. And so there's a process to that. And in all, every single one of those cases, so whether they were 19, 18, 17, and no matter how many things they had on their chart in the current time being, I did the same case history every time. So the first thing we do is we get on the phone. I've been doing phone consults and Zoom chats long before they were cool. And they're still not that cool, just kidding. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and, and going through. So the, the reason we would always kind of jam, we're all sick, right? You're like, how many hours a day can I spend on Zoom? But the truth <laughs> is we always wanted to be able to dive in in an extended time with parents. So we always do that in our cases. So we will get on the phone or get on Zoom with a parent first. And we really go deeper into the case history than any doctor ever has. We really listen more empathetically and intentionally than any doctor ever has. And it takes us a long time. In fact, we barely need to spend any time on the current challenge the kiddo has because it's in the paperwork, right? Like the parent knows, hey, we're riddled with anxiety or there's seizures or whatever. And so we go all the way back to the maternal case, the fertility, the pregnancy, the birth case history, the early childhood case history. And what I was talking about before with these perfect storm ingredients, they literally jumped off the page in nearly every single one of those cases. Mm -hmm. Then you go into their current case history, and of course the child has anxiety and focus challenges and everything else, but you ask them the basic neurophysiological development questions. Are you sleeping? Are you pooping? Are you eating? And is your immune system healthy? And every single one of them is, you know well, the vast majority of them constipated, the vast majority of them sick and riddled with allergies and asthma and, and immune challenges all the time. So when they get antibiotics or, or those medications, it only sparks the problem worse, right? And, and so to the chemical imbalance, there's the neurological imbalance first. Mm-hmm. And so first we find that. So the very first part of the process is the case history. So we'll talk about all the things here today, but the key to getting a kid better is you need to just awesomely put the blinders on with that parent. And dive deep into their individual case histories. So that's what we do first. The mm-hmm. second thing is we really then bring them into the office, and we do a very unique exam. It's my favorite part of my job because I am an ultra nerd with neurology, and we run what are called inside scans. So we measure neuro, so we measure autonomic regional function via mm-hmm. thermal scanning. We measure surface EMG. Parents would be familiar with this if they have epilepsy cases. With EEG, it's it's the neuromotor tone and coordination so the, the the spine is really the hub and the access point into that air traffic controller we were talking about before, especially the brainstem and the upper cervical and the vagus nerve. And then we run HRV. HRV is newer into the work we've been able to do. We can now even do it on infants where we can use an ear clip or a finger sleeve. And HRV is more of the global assessment of chronic load and chronic stress and which would mean lack of adaptability and resiliency. And I could go on and on about HRV because even sadly in the last two to three years, um, the cool thing about scans is you can find exactly what a child, you can quantify, measure, and locate these subluxations, which means stress stuck on, the whole thing we've been talking about the whole time. That's just kind of a catch all word for it. You can quantify it, measure it, get its pattern, get its coordination, you know, really have your adjusting in your care plan figured out how to change it. Cause that's why we measure it. So we can change it, but you can also see this. I want to speak to the parents here who don't want to wait for the storm to brew, you know, to find out if they're brewing like that five-year-old, you know, that, that five-year-old you were talking about smooth sailing until he wasn't right. until whatever next thing of stress could have been a growth spurt, could have been preschool, could have been kindergarten. And all of a sudden his nervous system got overwhelmed enough to express the symptoms. So mm. the scans, they, they can find stress before it's there. And unfortunately, the last two to three years, even on our wellness infants, because of what um, the medical system has done to our amazing pregnant moms and disempowered them and the whole overreaction to, to the thing, we'll just leave off the conversation for today, right? Um, HRVs on kids and it, it's just tanking, which means even now today, this whole perfect storm is, reached another chapter, unfortunately. So I think we're, I know we're in it, but I also know we're gonna get out of it because parents are also more empowered than ever before. They're more mm-hmm. tuned into podcasts than ever before. They're more tuned into Facebook groups than ever before. So that's thats what we do. We do the, we do the consult, we do the scans. And then once I have those, we, we need a day or two to process and put the plan together. And then we sit down and what we call a report of findings visit. And we really lay out, hey, here's exactly how long it's going to take and what it looks like to get your child's nervous system, like you were talking about before, Courtney, to get that stress out of it, to get it unstuck, to get those pathways back open, you know, Dr. Motley, And and that is the work of pediatric chiropractic. And it's, it's more potent. When The cool thing about pediatric chiropractic is we can access the central and autonomic nervous system more potently through that neurospinal conduit. And and physical care than even, and you know, I'm the biggest fan of this, probiotics and and these sort of things that have to go into the gut to get to the brain. It's a little bit of a slower roll, you know. And uh, let's be honest, guys, I'm a little bit of a raging bull. I like to go fast and see change fast. <laughs> and so while we, while while we take care of the you know the patient as a whole, we're a big wellness practice. The cool thing about chiropractic is how quickly you can see changes, those teenagers. Within a visit or two, they start to finally sleep. In fact, they're all freaked out because they're like, I'm tired. I'm like, cool, take a nap, <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, and and start healing. And they start sleeping. They start pooping. They love it, Courtney. when we talk to them about pooping all the time, right, as, <laughs> as a teenager. And um, it, it's so cool because you get those, you guys know this with, with being healing experts as you are. You got to get into the basics of health. Get those online. That's how God designed us. It's almost like project management. And these kids that were 17, now we we're, it's awesome. we're able to help kids younger than ever before. But they never got that job done. And so the uh, the way the brain works, the social, the communicative, the emotional, behavioral regulation, and the cognitive functions, those are not actually supposed to develop until after, The basics are done. There's a signaling through the nervous system. And so you actually have to take these kids backwards to go forwards. And it's a lot of fun and it's wildly effective and it's drug free. And I always like to make the joke, you know, there's side effects to it. They're they're just all good. (laughs) Like like if we had a commercial about pediatric chiropractic, it would be like the first 30 seconds would be like, good stuff, good stuff. And then instead of like this real serious voice, like, hey, don't wear white pants, don't drive heavy machinery and you might die. You know, ours would be like, hey, your kid's gonna sleep through the night and not have allergies anymore.
1: Hey guys, it's Court. All right, listen, contrary to popular opinion, you do not have to reach for the medicine cabinet every time you have an ailment. Trust me, I've tried every approach, everything from conventional medicine to the latest health fads, and I found that the solution for truly optimizing health is a personalized, time-tested protocol of ancient medicine. So over the last two years, myself, along with Dr. Axe, Dr. Motley, and other leading experts have crafted this new Ancient Remedies Healing at Home program. That way we can teach you the powerful approach and helping your family heal in your own home. This course and community will equip you to treat over 45 conditions, things like boosting immunity, improving digestion, balancing hormones, and increasing your vitality with natural age-old healing practices. So if you're tired of relying on a pill for every ill and you're ready to transform your health and the health of your family, click the link in our show notes so you can get 20% off this amazing course. I know you're going to love it. It's helped my family in so many ways. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the rest of the podcast.
2: I love this, um, and, and Courtney, if you want to add in on this, because would that be the answer to the mothers and fathers out there that when they take their child to a normal path in medical, um, you know, health for their kid or pediatrics, that they get blood work back and they say, "Hey, everything is fine. There's nothing wrong here." But you can use heart rate variability. You can show them, like you said, it's it's almost preemptive. It's actually something that they can look at and go, "Yes, your child has." this condition it must be a comfort for those families out there because they go i know something was wrong with my child or not wrong but something was imbalanced and then you're showing yes. it whereas it didn't show on their blood test or something do you see that a lot of people people out there must be like finally going yes, yes sir. we can find preemptive
0: yes sir yes sir and we can track you know knowing what we do because you know i'm trained in all the different things with functional med you know the, the, i love the world of functional med and and integrated medicine. So I can read blood work really well too, but I could predict a kid's blood work once I have their scans and can wow. see what's going on with their audit. You, know, you can see, I, I can do wow. a physical exam and tell you whether their OB was right or left-handed, whether they had a forceps birth, a C-section birth. Like we can track back because you can tell, okay, the gut's going to be doing this or not. The adrenals are going to be doing this or not. Cortisol you know, is going to be doing this or not. Their ability to get rid of parasites and mold is going to be there or not. And so the scans are, you nailed it, brother man. The scans are really the answers. And I love that you said that. I love that you caught that there. It's, it's not to what's wrong. We are the most empowering educators ever. It's to, the scans allow us to have the exact plan to make things work better and mm-hmm. get to that. There's nothing wrong. There's just stress stuck on the body and it's holding them back from their, their incredible expression and the best of their potential that God has, it's in there. There Mm -hmm. is the best healer. There's the best chemi, all the chemistry that needs to be in there is in there. You know, we just got to unlock it. And that that's, I got a little there, but you know, something's wrong with them. They've been diagnosed and told they're stuck with this forever. And that couldn't, that just couldn't be further from the truth.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: If they, if you've got somebody coming to you with a child and there are some neurological or, or just, Imbalance with the nervous system and they're dealing with maybe behavioral issues with a child, what are you advising them to do at home that works alongside of the, the work that you're doing in office? Because that's a big miss too. I mean, I've never been to a, a pediatrician, you know, a doctor where they're actually addressing the home life, you know, and how do you support the other hours of the day where you're not actually with your child being seen? Like, what does that look like too, from the perspective of, the mom that's at home that's, you know, they're dealing with, they're in the trenches of day-to-day life. And it's like, okay, I get in, you know, and my my child's being seen. And so they're in that healing process, but it's a journey. You know, you're not there. You don't hit that finish line and, and everything is resolved. So what do you do to work with parents at home too? If if somebody's listening and they're they're kind of, okay, this is something that I might consider looking into, but what does that look like for us at home as we help our child kind of move the needle in, in terms of their healing?
0: YouTube iPads and Cheez-Its, really just that's, that's, a, that's a sarcastic answer, right? And so I bring that up first because I actually want to give every single parent whose child has been struggling with behavior and sensory and anxiety and ADHD. It can be a heck of a journey to get into, you know, these natural health worlds and these things. And, and here's what happens. And so I have a great answer for this, Courtney, and it's not going to be the average, the average Joe answer. Um, because there's a sequence to it, my favorite nerdy word. So what happens when your child is stuck in the storm is their neurology changes everything. Their neurology gets actually, most kids today, by the time we see them, they're wound up and worn out at the same time. So they've gone off of what we call the sympathetic cliff and their nervous system is just flat out exhausted. So Mm -hmm. they lack the energy to go be active and, and do these things. And so what happens is it actually changes their cravings because they're so addicted to sympathetic fight or flight and simultaneously exhausted, they literally only want carbs and Rockstar Energy drinks and the electrical interference that is YouTube and games. So there is a very hard mountain to climb Mm -hmm. for a parent to get those things to change, to say, hey, Johnny, we're going to back off Mr. Beast and Cheez-Its and we're going to have we're going paleo and we're going to go to the park, right? And, uh, and, and get outside. And so my, my, my answer is two parts. And it's going to sound like a Homer answer, but trust me, I have built an entire integrative clinic where my initial clinical, once I learned all this stuff, I would sit down with parents at that report of findings that I was talking about. And I'd be like, hey, do you have four hours? Because I have 462 things I need you to start doing today, right? And, and you would just <laughs> overload an already overloaded parent. And so what we do first is we use pediatric neurologically focused chiropractic as a cheat code. We will actually go ahead and give parents kind of a get out of jail free card, we call it and say, hey, take a month, two months, three, it depends on the case, how how wound up the kiddo is. And what I want you to do is give yourself some grace and take a breather and don't worry exactly about everything being perfect at home until we can get into their nervous system and see it change and create what we call Courtney momentum. Once we get the parasympathetic and the vagus nerve and the gut activated and the immune system chilled out and all these things happening, you actually change the brain's cravings and the body's function. And so now what we do is we say, okay, so here's what we wanna work on. The two things that, because really subluxation and, 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 and the brain is more dependent upon the motor function. So our muscles being in the right tone and coordination. So we really prioritize sleep first, So we will really work with a parent's schedule and say, Hey, I know you've got a zillion appointments because you've been trying to do everything you can to get your kid a better. You might want to pull back and really protect sleep and creative free time. Just give your child. So we start with the schedule and sleep. And we say, Hey, give them time to just be a kid, give them time to get outside. And parents are like, it's, winter. Well, there's snow boots. You know, and and, and so they're like, you know, my kids are in snow here for the first time last night. My kids are more stoked with snow. And so you just give them that space and you give them the time and you prioritize sleep and movement is really our favorite way to do it cuz that is very calming and restoring and reparative to neurology. And then from there the child is more of an open book to make the diet changes, to start to add in some supplements, to work in some essential oils. And so Actually, right here is kind of where, in a, in a very busted way, I fall off of my expertise a little bit. But we've formed an entire, you know, tribe here in our community, uh, where Jessica, who's actually part of our group, right, an integrative mm-hmm. pediatrician, is really there, nurse practitioner, is there to say, "Hey, now let's start looking here." And so the sequence—that's I was alluding to before—the sequence of how a kiddo got sick. You've got to get that stuff in a better place. And then you can build these other things into the plan and build other practitioners. And it's so cool for parents because in today's world, awesomely, parents, full credit to you guys, you've tried a bunch of that stuff and maybe gave up on it. You maybe gave up on deep breathing. You maybe gave up on the counselor. You maybe gave up on the supplements. You maybe gave up on essential oils. Well, maybe your kiddo's nervous system was so subluxated and shut down that even good things couldn't get into those pathways. Dr. Motley was talking about before we open those up. Now you bring that stuff back into play. One plus one equals 11. And the kid's healing journey takes off.
2: Uh, I love this. I, I, I remember seeing uh, many of your posts, brother, which are, are good. And I need to, and I've got to get better at reposing because I'm horrible out of it. But I, one of the, the best that I've seen though, that when you talked about being able, like Courtney just said, to take relief off the parent. And I think one of the posts that talked about, it, it was basically the the, the message was, can take care for the caregiver. And I think that that's one of the biggest things. I love the passion that you guys have at the clinic. And when people out there are listening, when you look at his page and look at his website, um, it's not just enthusiasm yeah. just because of what they can do for the children, but it's also for the parents because I've seen some, some posts about how they need to take care of themselves too. And I think that that, that enthusiasm bleeds off into the parent as well. Uh, do, do you find like when the parent comes to your, your practice, Uh, to the clinic that they, they, they go, Hey, I, I need care too. Like, what do I need to do for care as well?
0: If I wasn't such a pansy, you guys, I would probably be able to help even more parents. And what I mean by that (laughs) is I'm so easygoing, but I literally, I would love to make it a requirement to with full love, full empathy, full neurology behind the statement, I would love to make it a requirement for mom and dad to get under care at the same time. Now most moms and dads in today's world are brilliant and amazing and incredible. And they know this, right? And we give them the opportunity. So we're a pediatric chiropractor with the family practice, right? Mm-hmm. So it's usually a kiddo that starts first and then the family comes after it. Like our intensive kiddos, we have an intensive program for seizures and TBI and, and these tough cases where people can come to our clinic outside of Chicago for for two weeks or three weeks. And then we send them, with co-care with one of the docs I've trained back home. Those parents that have really, really, really been in it, I've got a three-day clock in my head, Dr. Botley, where I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave you be for 72 hours. And by the time we get to the third day, you are getting scanned, you are getting adjusted. You know, we've taken your car keys, resistance is futile. You cannot leave until <laughs> we help you. And it's it's just, sort of, I call it the companion past, right? You know, kind of stealing the airline concept of like, hey, your child will heal at a greater clip when you heal alongside them because stress spreads, you know, Mm -hmm. and it really, really, really does take over the entire family unit. It's so cool to scan siblings who um, maybe this is a big thing with our autism practice, you know, the other siblings who, uh, you know, don't have the diagnosis, but we'll run the scans on them as well. Scans have what we call patterns of neurology. And you'll see the same patterns throughout the whole family, regardless of, you know, lesser, lesser degree, but literally the same story brewing in their nervous
1: system. Which makes total sense. You know, you think about it, the mom, right, is birthing multiple children. Like if you have multiple children, I see it in my own kids. They actually both had torticollis, the first two, now the third didn't because I was actually under chiropractic care my whole pregnancy and then the baby was adjusted within 24 hours of her being born and her birth was super traumatic but all that to say the first two were I had them years before the third and I didn't know as much you know back then and so I this pregnancy had its own struggles however doing a lot of the supportive stuff really helped my body and her body. and so she's not falling in the same trajectory as the other two. I, I'm really interested in knowing what conditions, because we talked about some earlier, but I know that if a parent is listening to this and they're they're listening to this podcast and then they're listening to their primary care physician, they're, they may get yeah. two different narratives here as to say, Hey, your child has X condition, and you know you can you can try alternative therapies, but that's not going to work. Like that's you're not going to see results. That's something that's just embedded within their DNA, or or it's it's not something that can be changed. Like we think they're just born with these you know behavioral ticks and things like that, and it's like well they'll either phase out of it or they won't. So I I love it. You guys can't see this, but Dr. Ebel he, ha- he has a shirt on says expect miracles, and like his whole team. Has it? it's awesome. But I know there's so many miracle stories that you've seen in your practice and even within other practices of chiropractors that you have mentored along the way. So for somebody that may think like, well, this doesn't apply to my child. What is that seed of hope for them that maybe it actually does? They just haven't had the right person tell them that they can expect a miracle.
2: I love
0: you guys. This is, this is such an opportunity. Uh, thank you, and parents who are tuning in. Please, please take this to heart right here, and please share this too with as many parents as you possibly can. Send this, send this podcast episode far and wide because it is time that that parents deserve to have a pediatric doctor who actually one listens, two understands neurology, not genetic symptomatology, throw darts and hope it gets better. Um, three works in partnership with you first other practitioners additionally. So that's, that, you know, partnership instead of dictatorship, right? Mm-hmm. And so what happens is for most families, I think you're going to end up with, with my answer to this. is It's not my favorite, but it's the current reality. And I think God is moving us to a place where this will be a different reality for our children. That is a huge part of our mission and vision is to reach as many parents, reach as many kids as possible. And now when kids grow up with pediatric chiropractic and And healthy diets, and being active, and going to bed on time, and nutritional supplementation, and a medicine cabinet full of not drugs, but you know the the things we all know, and you guys cover better than anywhere here. And Dr. Josh is just really the key on. Then that will no longer be alternative or new, right? And it it won't be a challenging pathway to take. Kids will be like, "What did you old people used to do?" You know, like you didn't go to the chiropractor? Were you crazy? You know, uh, your daughter's going to be like, man, mom, you must have been really stressed out, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and so th- we're going to change it in the future. So I think, unfortunately, um, and everybody's different. So we were speaking to kind of the masses here. You might need a new pediatrician. What we tell parents all the time is if you go and you get resistance, resistance usually comes from a doctor's seeking protection it doesn't really come from their education cuz if they were really empowered and they were really educated and they were really open minded we have been around you guys in my community we have been around for 15 years we see about 1200 patients a week it is it, it the, the miracles it's why we wear the shirts we know the science we know god's calling and we we we've seen them again and again i have the best job ever i teach people how it works and go through, and then i walk in room to room and a parents like this is happening this is happening i'm like are you for sure cuz that's That's awesome. That's a lot. You know, it's just the best job ever. But at the same time, so when a parent comes to me and they're like, hey, you know, uh, you know, she was struggling with this and we and they come up with something. It could be as far crazy out of right field thing, whatever. And they say it worked. I would literally hunt down that answer with everything I've got. I'd be like, you know, what did you do? Where'd you get it from? You know, like, like give it to me because I got another kid and another kid. And the only thing I care about is not whether I'm right or what my recognition is in the story. How do we help all these other kids? Pediatricians, Mm -hmm. if I'm them, I would have been taken to lunch 150 times so far in this town over the last 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. And there's been one. There's one, open-minded one. And so parents know this. That is why they are losing ground in terms of trust. Because first, they didn't get results. Second, they're not willing to listen and partner up and go with parents. So Courtney, what I would say is no matter whether your child has a challenge or they don't. If you have a pediatrician who does not listen, does not partner with you, and is not two thumbs up for things like pediatric chiropractic and supplementation and, and these things, then they literally just don't know what they're doing. I can, I can honestly tell you that in today's parent, we used to make that joke, welcome, welcome to the last resort, 80% of my patients, I'm probably being I'm probably liberal on that, like 90, 95% of our patients um, were already medicated. Now you guys, we have at least climbed up a second to last, right? Wow. And very few of them, they're, they're calling us and they're saying, Hey, we're coming to you. We've been doing nutrition. We've been doing all this stuff. The last thing we want to do is have drugs. And so, if that's all a doctor has in their toolkit, you know, if you only have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And so, do I hope that their education will change? Do I hope that they will understand coming to a perfect storm workshop and, and getting this? Am I confident in that happening? No. But also, I'll finish with this. Who cares? Parents, you're in charge of your kid. God called you to say, hey, who do I need in my community? Who do I need on our team? And so what we tell our parents to do all the time is um, instead of having these things natural and neurological like chiropractic be last resort, we're the first place. They stop on the way home from the hospital. We're the first place they call when a kiddo has the challenge and needs an additional adjustment to get through it. And then they have Jessica and the integrative holistic nutritional team. And then they partner up alongside of us. And when you go in that order, it's still good to have a pediatrician because they, I mean, people may feel like I'm on one now. I saw medicine save my son's life. He had, he got a helicopter after his traumatic birth. He went to a hospital and he had surgeries and he had medications and it was incredible. And in my prayers every single night, I thank God for those medical doctors and the medical system that Mm -hmm. saved him. And then I thank God for giving me these answers and these understandings because he was supposed to not make it. And if he did, it was supposed to be epilepsy and autism and all those things. And he's 13. He won cross-country races all year. He had cardiorespiratory. He had heart-lung surgery, uh, ECMO, heart-lung bypass, and a brain that was hypoxic damage is supposed to have seizures. And he's smoking kids all fall long in cross-country. That is not, gen- back to genetics, that is not from this short, stubby guy. That is from his mother. Um, and, and he's living <laughs> races. That you know, tonight he'll play basketball and he'll score 10, 20 points. He's a miracle through neurology and medicine saved him. And so you're going to want to keep that medical doctor perhaps on speed dial for an emergency, but not on speed dial for the primary place you go to get your child
2: healthy. Mm, I, I think it's great, uh, doc, because I think that, you know, when you find resistance, if you say like from different, uh, you know, doctors, and I've even seen, you know, parents that have resistance from the opposite parent, you know, that comes in. And I think that, One of the beautiful things that you're showing in your, in your practice is that they actually have, when we talk about neurology, um, you start to see the hands-on effect and you see the progress, even with your heart rate variability and I, and through the testing you do, and then they see the results as they're progressing. And I think that the people out there listening, they want answers. And I think it's a new realm, even though it's been around, like we talk about chiropractic and neurological training, but the concept of a training your kids and helping them at a young age to help clean up that, that hard drive to where they can actually have a healthy future. And then B, you're actually helping the parents to help them have a healthy and thriving life. And I think the people out there listening right now say, is there a place like that? And I'm like, yeah, there is a place like that. And so they need to follow you, what you do because this is for me, I'm talking selfishly. I, I thought, you know, like when I was young, I used to always have issues with yeast because you know, my parents really were never educated about that. They never did like neurological retraining. I didn't get into chiropractic, like got chiropractic treatments top was, you know, in my probably my teenage years, you know. And so um I I wonder how much, you know, faster and stronger and how much more I could think quicker if I'd had that at a young age. So starting early is the biggest key. Do you ever you guys ever have this like you, you know, court and tell Tony, if you like take your kids in, they're like, Man, you they got better quicker, you know. Sometimes they take long. I yeah. get it. I'm like, yeah, because they don't have all the the, the years of you know, trauma and stuff we had to go through. All, and I always say, if you start early, they're going to stay, stay healthy. I, I remember um, I had um, one of my little guys came in and he, uh, they told him one, at one time, and, and I'm not knocking any docs because I believe like you uh, doc that they're really great docs in every every field. And he had some forceps and they said that, well oh, my head's, his head's going to stay uh, shaped like this. And he probably going to have developmental problems all his life. Mom comes in completely distraught crying, thinking her son's going to have mental issues for the rest of his life. Now, I I had some people that were good pediatrics in town, and um, good craniosacral, and doing some of the work I did, I found like, yeah, there were some stuck cranial bones, and he had a really horrible, like, upper cervical fixation. I mean, some of his reflexes were pretty pretty down in his upper extremities. Spent about six visits, and I'm just saying his head starts to pop back out because we got it. And his doc, the yeah. doc, they're they asking her, like, what did, what did he do? And now the kid can, can literally tell you all the dwarf planets in our solar yeah. system. And yeah. he is literally, he can listen to, get this, guys. He can listen to a song. And I'm not just saying, like, oh, play a song. He can tell you the exact note. He can tell you all the sharps and minors, and he'll listen to it. And he can take the iPhone with it, and he'll hear it and go, oh, yeah, and play it. And I was like, that was from the kid. Who they said they couldn't, he was going to have some issues with his brain in chiropractic and that kind of neurological training can help. And I mean, you're doing this every single day, man. And I'm to 1,200 people a week. Wow. Wow, brother. Kudos. Not, I mean, uh, yes, not, and just,
0: and, not just me,
2: clearly. Not I know, just I know, you. but still, brother, and your, yes. and your clips are the best. Like all his reels and stuff, they, they make it fun and exciting and they make it to where it's not overwhelming and overbearing to the parent. The parent goes, these people are about fun and joy, like hope. And you don't want to go to a place where you had like a bunch of you know stiff, stiff individuals saying, you know, is that how they talk, guys? And and Courtney's just like, why am I? Why do I co-host with this (laughs) Well, right
1: now, no, Uh, this is great. uh, I'm here uh, for uh, it. Uh,
2: But I can see the passion. We we see it, Bud. And this is it. I'm Doc. You you guys are doing great things. And Courtney, I I didn't mean to take away from any time. Go ahead and add anything, so.
1: Guys, this is so great, and phrase that keeps coming to mind is it takes a village because it really does. You know, it's not just why well, I will never use conventional medicine. I mean, I have been in the emergency room twice in the last yep, 15 yep. days. So I'm very grateful that I had that, that option when I needed it because I had two very serious, you know, things pop up and we needed it. One for myself, one for my daughter. So yep, it's yep. there. However, it is not the end all be all. And as far as regaining health and, and actually being able to live with vitality and being able to heal, like you're going to need some, you're going to need practitioners that work alongside the body that actually spend a really good amount of time peeling back every single layer to bring stuff to the surface so that you can sequentially put the right pieces in place to allow the healing to happen. So I just love that we're, we're getting exposed to this and I hope it sheds some light in an area that maybe if you feel hopeless and you feel like, my child is just going to struggle. Like this is going to be a struggle for our family. Know that you're not one, the only one, but two, there are people that can work with you. And I know, I mean, we could probably do a whole podcast just on the miracle stories that you guys as practitioners have seen. Like, I'm so glad that you're sharing some, because I hope that 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 makes somebody feel like, okay, this this could happen for my family too. Um, Because there's nothing worse than feeling alone and feeling like, man, everybody else's kids, you know, they seem to be doing well. I must've done something wrong or, you know, I'm just going to have some, a child that struggles forever. Like that, that's not the case. And at any point in time, you can start to right the ship. If we can just get the right people to come alongside you and maybe help nurture your, your child's body. And again, you're the biggest advocate as their caregiver, as their parent, whatever place and role that you have in that child's life, like, You can be their advocate and teach them, and they might just what you said, Dr. Ebel. You've actually had patients that are now helping other children like that. That has become their passion project for their life. Like that's the coolest story. So I'm I'm so encouraged by that. And here's another little thing too. And then and I promise I'm gonna stop talking. But I actually remember texting Dr. Ebel. Uh, because a friend of mine also had a baby right around the same time I did. And, and I knew I was like, he's the pediatric guy. Like I've got to text him. And he sent a video right back. Like, but he also trains practitioners, chiropractors, hundreds of people that, that train under him every single year that are all over the country. So if you're like, man, I really wish I could see Dr. Ebel, but I don't live in Illinois. Like I, it's not going to be possible. There are so many providers, chiropractors, that that know that this is his wheelhouse. This is what he has has gone so deep in. And he's mentoring and training people to do the very work that he has already done and seen work in other people's lives. So Dr. Ebel, you kind of explain yep. that part, PX, the pediatric experience, and how maybe people can access some of the trained chiropractors that have worked under you and really learned from you.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yeah, no, the 1,200 people a week, we adjust to the only people still living in Illinois. So, um, the, <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they're like, oh, I can't leave PWC. I'm like, please don't, you know, please don't. And, uh, so here's, here's what it comes down to. We built this. This is truly by God put us around Dr. Motley and around Courtney and around Dr. Josh Axe and around Dr. Dave and uh, Dr. Dan and everybody to really see that we can reach you all. Okay. Or sorry, Courtney, y'all. Um, and, and, and get it out there and be able to do so. And so we, when we looked at what DrX.com and what the ancient health, you know, what your guys's website and your guys' platform is always doing, we thought, okay, well, that's what parents need from us. But they need it in two parts. We're going to get you the hope. So when you go to www.pxdocs, so pxdocs.com, that is a website filled with hope first. So there's tons of stories on there. It is designed because hope is where the healing begins. There's not just theory to that. There's neurology to that. And so it starts with stories first. So you can find what your kiddo is going through. And then there's a ton of articles and a ton of videos. So there's a ton of answers. So pxdocs.com is really our platform that is updated every single day with new videos and new articles and webinars are coming out and summits are coming out. I'm hoping you guys will join us on a the summit there for, for raising healthy kids naturally and do some perfect storm work with us. So pxdocs.com, that will always be there. Save that one. And then like Dr. Motley was talking about, if you want to have some fun and get educated at the same time, we do crush Instagram. Now, when I say we, I mean my younger docs tell me when to dance and what I'm doing. And I, you know, I get my cowboy boots on and and, and we do reels. So there's two places on Instagram. Our practice is PwC Chiropractic, so all together, PwC Chiropractic on Instagram or PX Docs on Instagram. We share and collaborate a lot of content, but we put a lot of content out there too that is agitating. If you are not local to PWC, but you do have a child with TBI or epilepsy or those things, you'll find information about our intensive program. And that is open to people who don't even live here to come for two weeks and do that. And then the last one, for those of you that are a little bit got gray in the beard, like me. So Courtney, you're out here. You're on Instagram. You're way rad. All right. But Motley and I are still hanging out on Facebook. Okay, just kidding. Molly's not even on Facebook. I am on so, Facebook. A little bit. I know. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little bit, bit, exactly, right? I'm dating myself here with how much I love. I don't love either, but we love helping kids. So mm-hmm. on Facebook, the page that'll help. And there's a lot of longer form videos on there. If you really like to watch longer videos, um, that is my name, Dr. Tonybo. So dr dot dr Tonybo on Facebook. Those are the four four places that we would love to give you hope, answers, and help. And um you can reach out to us there, DM us on any of those places, and we will connect you. The, the website has the directory. You get all the education, all the hope, all the stories, and the directory is right there. Plug in your city, plug in your state, um, plug in your zip code, and one of our trained doctors, because that, that's you nailed it, Courtney. That's what it came down to. We could maybe only train the doctors and, and do it that way, but that would stay small. We wouldn't reach as many, or we could just be a you know, a voice and a platform. But then where would these parents go, you know, if they're in Alabama or if they're in Charleston or if they're in Nashville. And so what God has called us to do is is, is to do both, to be the voice of hope, answers and help, and then make sure that these docs are ready to get the results that we're talking about here today.
2: I agree. I think we appreciate it, man, for you sharing your knowledge with us. And I I think for everybody out there, I think that I know we're wrapping up and I, I, I just add this in. I think that the people that listen, that when they hear this, they go. You know, it's for the mother and the father who's who the caregiver who literally says, well, you know, there's that, that question that says, I would do anything for my kid and I'll do everything for my kid. Now it's like, you and we understand you have to go to this doctor or this doctor. And so they have to be pushed in different directions. But so I know people out there saying, can I go to a place where at least I can get answers to tell me not only how I get work like this but also a good community of people like Courtney said. So yeah. we want to encourage everybody out there. If you really are looking for somebody or people who are trained in this type of profession that actually looks at the holistic aspect of your child, please give Tony a call, search him out. And uh, here at the Ancient Health Podcast, me and Courtney, we just really appreciate you coming on, buddy. And we can't wait to see you in the next meeting. And hopefully uh, we can uh, spend more time together, but everybody's just running around these meetings. So, But uh, we're really sure. glad you joined us about it today. So grateful
0: and thankful. I don't have any words to really say. I just, I just know that God put us together for a reason. Right. And, uh, parents, you guys, you got this. God's got this. We got this. This is why these podcasts exist. This is why pxdocs.com exists so that when you feel like you're running out of hope and you don't know where to go, somebody's there. Somebody's there to guide you in the right direction. That's right.
1: So good. This is your family. This is your community. And this is why this, this platform even exists. So, we're in your corner. We'd love to hear from you. If this podcast has served you, share it. We love to see reviews too. I we actually read all the reviews. I don't know if I fully said that, like on a podcast, but we want to know like if these are served, these conversations are serving you and they're helping you because we're really passionate about spreading this message and spreading hope and giving you actionable steps, like things that can actually change your life. So if it's doing that write a review, message us on Instagram, share it on social media, whatever platform you are on, we love connecting with you. So thank you for being with us on this episode and we will see you next time.
2: Thanks guys.